0: The book of John chapter 1. From verse 16 is what I would like to read, but allow me to read from verse 14. The word became fresh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Please note that he came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testifies concerning him. He cried out saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace. In praise of grace already given. all grace upon grace. Out of his fullness. We have all received grace. And this grace. Is continuous. It is grace. Upon grace. It is grace. Upon grace. And very quickly. What is grace? We know because this has been said before us that grace is unmerited favor. It's what you receive even when you do not deserve it. It is what you receive even when you do not deserve. And grace is what we have received And the Bible says, in him, in his fullness, we received grace upon grace. For he came, and he brought grace and truth. In him was grace and truth. And I'm I'm, I'm happy that he, he started with grace, and then truth follows. Because if it was truth that he started, And we were required to go through it and understand what truth is, then we would not have escaped judgment. For truth starts for justice. But he started with grace. So he comes and introduces grace. After he has introduced grace, then he introduces truth for you to know this is what you deserved. And the Bible says in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, I think verse 8, it is by grace that we have been saved through faith, not by works. None of us seated here can qualify to be saved because of our works. None of us. We cannot be able to justify Ourselves before the court. If we are taken before the court. We cannot get an acquittal. We will be. Judged. And condemned. But thank God for grace. Because grace. Is unmerited. Favor. And this month. Even as I introduce this. We are talking about. Grace that has been released to us. And I want to say. None of us here, none of us here, can outgrow the need for grace, and that's why I like it. It is grace upon grace. It is a continuous process. Today we need grace. This morning you need that grace. Tomorrow you'll need grace. The days to come you'll need grace. Praise the Lord. Unmerited favor. And someone explained, cannot forget this. This was Bishop Masinde. The first time I had him preach this sermon, many years, he gave an illustration of what grace is. And he said, grace is when a mandara is taken before a judge and there is sufficient evidence to commit him to jail. Or to hang him if the law requires that because he has murdered. And the evidence is produced before the judge. And the judge concludes based on the evidence produced that this man is charged for murder. He is guilty for murder. And everybody is now waiting because he's already been pronounced guilty. I'm sure the policeman is ready with his hardcuffs. And the relatives have even started crying. But before the judge rises, says, I set you free. Because he has the power to set him free. And he decides to set him free. That is what grace is about. Charged guilty for murder. Deserve judgment. You need to be condemned. But the judge says, you are free to go. That is what happened when Jesus went on the cross for you and for me. And he took your sins upon himself. And he says, Yes, this one is a sinner. This one is a sinner. They are guilty because truth demands. And it it says they are guilty because they are sinners. They have disobeyed. They have rebelled against God. They should be judged. But I appear before them and I come with grace. I say I am ready to take their sins. And Jesus Takes your sins on the cross and you are free by faith. Grace upon grace. All of us need grace. And grace is not something that you can say, Now I have had enough of it. Because every second you dis- you need it. You need grace. You need favour from the Lord. And the Lord says, I will. I have come in the fullness of grace. And this grace is being extended to us. It is by grace that we are seated where we are seated today. Praise the Lord. It is by grace that even the clothes that you wear, that you have them. And I want to state very clearly to all of us today that nobody in this house not only in this house, in this world, has what they have because they deserved it. Everything that we have is ultimately undeserved. It's not yours. You did not deserve it. The life that you have, God gave it to you. You did not deserve it. This morning I woke up. And I have the habit on Sundays especially to wake up early drive out. Sometimes I go down to the city. Those weird hours, and I'm praying, just praying, just praying. Please, I do this because I have a, I, I have a conviction that I have an assignment over the city. And sometimes the things as I see, they are painful. You see, people who are, have drunk themselves, some of them are half naked. They do not care. They think they have it all. and When you look at them, you ask, even the life that they have, they don't deserve it. It's a gift, but they do not know that. But this morning when I woke up, and I realized I am strong, I can ride into a car, I can drive, I can speak, and I started thanking God for everything. Do you know that even breathing, the ability to breathe is something that you need to thank God for. And Sometimes we just take it for granted that I woke up and I was able to breathe in and breathe out. How many people who are being aided to breathe this morning? And I looked at myself and I said, God, I'm grateful that I can even be able to swallow saliva, small things that we are never grateful for. Ask the medics. If you are not able to produce enough saliva, you cannot be able to survive. You'll have to be aided. I was surprised to learn that there is saliva that is produced and you have to be given because you cannot survive without saliva. Small things that we take for granted. Praise the Lord. How many of you this morning, when you woke up, took time to thank God that you are alive and you are well. How many of us this morning when we woke up, even the food that we ate, some of us don't don't want even to ask you to lift up your hand. That you do not even remember to say, thank you, Lord, for this food. Live around their ability to eat because there are some people who have food but they cannot be able to eat. They have everything but they cannot eat. But you have your mandazi or you are Madisi and you are able to eat, instead of complaining, you should be thankful to the Lord. Praise the Lord. This morning I want to challenge you. Grace is available. But are you taking grace for granted? You take it for granted. Because it is available. We take it for granted. May the Lord help us to learn to appreciate what He has given us, and to thank Him every now and then. Because one of the problems that we have, we, we, have we, 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 we live in a society that is so ungrateful and thankful. And Kenyans are known for that. You just need to be on the road driving and they are begging for way to pass and you allow them to pass and no, they don't even bother to say thank you just see somebody drive and go learn to be grateful for you to be able to access more grace which you need and I need you need to learn to be grateful you need to learn to say, thank you, thank you, Lord, for what I have. But most of the time, what do we do? We complain. We complain because of the small thing that we do not have. Or the little pain that is in our body. We forget that for the last 30 years, you have not had no pain. You have not been admitted in hospital. That you have worked in good health. But this particular period, you are demoted. Complaints after complaints. You've no time even to thank God. God, you have forgotten me. May we learn to be thankful society. This morning, I would like to challenge you. Learn to be thankful. Yesterday, somebody asked me a question about tithing. Let me close with this. Because it's also important. Because it's talking about... I want to... Still talking about being grateful to the Lord. She said, "Please teach us about tithing." And quickly I thought, "Do I go to the scriptures and pull out the scriptures?" And they are there. If you don't tithe, you are a robber. If you are robbing God. You are thief. Waking eh? I said, "No." The Lord help me. And I asked the people, "Tell me." When you give something, somebody something, what do they do? They give thanks. And I use the uh, custom, you know, returning the hand. Eh? When you are given this one, you return this other one. Now what it means is, when somebody blesses you in our custom and slaughters a goat on your behalf, That goat, whole goat is yours. When, but it is slaughtered because someone invites you to their home and they slaughter a goat on your behalf. When the meat is put there, it is you who is supposed, who is now the, the guest. You are supposed to share them, the meat. The first thing you do is that you take mkono Buzi. Yeah, And you give it to your host as a sign of appreciation. Does the host require that hand? No. He is the one that has given you the whole goat. He really doesn't need it. He has already given you the goat. He is not after that one hand, in essence. But when you give that to him, you are saying, thank you. I appreciate everything else that you've given me. And this man who receives this a portion of what he has given out is so grateful that you now qualify for another opportunity to be given another goat. But if you do not give back, You'll eat the goat because it is yours. You can share it with the people that you want to share with. But the owner has taken note that you are not a grateful person. Good people. Let us learn to be grateful. One way of being grateful is going back to the Lord and saying, thank you for what you've given me. And one of the things that we do, we come with offering in the house of God. We pay our tithes, as a sign of telling God, you have been good with me, you have been, you have provided, I have experienced your grace upon grace this month, and at the end of the month, I have earned this much. I come back to you, Lord, to worship you with this portion. That is what it's all about. And then someone said, if you do not give thanks. You, you see the same consequences. Does God have a soul? He does, isn't he? Does God have feelings? Does he feel when you say thank you? Does he appreciate you when you realize it is by grace you've been saved? Does he appreciate when you realize that the world that you have, you did not deserve it though you have worked hard? But he provided So when you go back to Him to say thank you in form of a gift or in form of prayer or in form of whatever you do, the Lord is grateful and He releases more. So do you want more grace? Upon grace, learn to give back. Amen? In form of? If the Lord gives you money, give back money. Praise the Lord. If the Lord gives you good health, thank Him for the good health. But learn to be a grateful person. And learn to give thanks to the Lord. One way of giving thanks to the Lord is setting aside even a Sunday or a day in a week like we do today. And we come here with all our hearts, with all our might, with all our souls. We have come to say thank you to you, O Lord. So we close our offices, we close our businesses, we close everything and we dedicate this time to the Lord. Praise God. May the Lord help us. And I keep asking myself, how come we are not benefiting? If, the, if there is grace upon grace that has been released, why are we not benefiting? That's a question that we need to ask ourselves. And there are three things I just want to mention. We can expound on those next time. One, the reason why we are not benefiting is sin. Allow me to read a scripture, yes, so that you do not accuse me of not just go with me very quickly, Hebrews twelve fifteen. We're crossing Hebrews twelve fifteen. See to it that no one misses the grace of God. Please note. See to it that no one misses the grace of God. And that no bitter root glows upon. Grows glows up to cause trouble and defile many. Continue sixteen. See that no one is sexually immoral. That is sin. All is godless. That is sin again. Being godless is sin. It is rebellious. Like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance, writes as the oldest son. 17. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit his blessing, he was rejected. He could bring about no change of might, though he sought the blessing with tears. Although he sought the blessing with tears. Why, why so? Look at what he did. He despises his birthright because of his stomach. He rebels because despising is rebelling against the one who has given you that opportunity. And how many times do we despise what God has given us? So time will not allow me because I want to close. But there are three things I wanted to mention. The reason why Esau lost it is greed, ignorance, sin, and reasonness. Three things. Sin, ignorance, and reasonness. We'll expound on those. But those are our enemies sin. The other one is ignorance. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. Ignorance. Not having knowledge that you are required to have. You are expected to know this, but you display ignorance. You are expected to know that you are a child of God, but you behave like you are not one. You are expected to know that God is a provider, but you behave like you do not know it, yet you know it, and you look for other sources. May God help us. Let's stand on our feet. Just take a minute and ask yourself this question. Am I truly grateful to God? Am I truly grateful? to God, for what he has done. Take a minute. Consider that. And if you are not, just ask the Lord to help you. Father in heaven, we ask that you would help us to learn to be grateful, to appreciate the grace That you have given us. Without which. We could not be here today. Without which none of us. Would be even. Be half what we have. Yet many times. We fail even to tell you. Thank you. Today. We ask that you forgive us. And help us Lord. To learn to be grateful. Thank you for this life. That you have given us. Thank you for forgiving us our sins and writing our names in the book of life. Thank you for hearing us, O Lord. Thank you for providing to our needs. You've given us food. You've given us clothing. And you've given us shelter. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. May you be honored and glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray.